Hi guys, welcome back to a another episode. Welcome to Life Chronicles with Miss Diane. This is your host, Miss Diane. Here we formally talk about love, faith, lifestyle, really everything. So if you are new here, welcome to just my life story and how God is working on me daily with everything. So if you were able to catch my last couple of podcasts, you were able to hear a little bit of the story, a backstory. So um, if you're new, I hope you stay. I hope you subscribe or download or whatever the podcast lingo i haven't got everything in the midst but i hope you stay and listen to my journey and i hope that god works through me to help you in some kind of way today um this podcast will get super spiritual at times we will pray often um we'll thank the lord here so if that's not what you're into you may want to go the other way but let's get on to today's topic at hand um and i know i was been talking about love and lately and some of the logistics of some of the things that i've been going through but today we are going to talk about the man um and I'm just going to call him that because that's what my children call him. And I'm not going to openly say his name on the podcast. And it sucks. Well, it doesn't suck. I should be happy that I can't say that without smiling. <laughs> just thinking about him, I smile. But um, to catch up. If you are new and you haven't, this is your first podcast, I, I encourage you to go back and listen to the last episodes, last couple of episodes explaining very detailed about my situation and how it transpired. I did a little intro part to let everybody get to know me um, as I break down the story piece by piece. So with him, um, I would say a lot comes with it. Uh, in a sense of my healing and God preparing me for something bigger. So, uh, let's get to it. So, uh, I met him in July 2021, and which will be currently over a year. And I... can't say that I was ready for him I was I thought I was ready to be married or so I thought um and I want to say that my thoughts towards that just just was that I thought I was ready to be honest so um when I met him I started to catch feelings pretty quick and I do mean really quickly 
I say that because I don't think I've ever fell for a person, to be honest, um, except for my children's father that quickly. And that was like a long time ago, like teenage years. So um, when I say I fell for him quickly, like I really did um, open myself up to him. You may ask the question, well, yeah, you mentioned that you was married before. So what happened with that? I really wasn't ready for marriage when I did marry this person. It wasn't because of love. It was because of the fact that, how can I explain it? That I thought that I would never get married and I thought that I was unworthy of marriage. So I just went to the person who was offering me what I thought the best solutions, which was marriage, children. He offered, you know, a be to be um, a good stepfather, father to my children, etc. And I knew some of his past. So that's why I went into that marriage. But as soon as, as quickly as I got in, it happened sort of about the same way me getting out because um, that's a whole different situation. But we just wasn't compatible. And I spent my life... I spent years with their father and I knew that we wasn't supposed to be together. Just I, I spent time with him because of the kids and I refused to do that with another person to get married or be in a situation just because of children. Like if we're going to get married, it's because of love. I love you. You love me. It's not because of children, because so many times you get in marriages and you stay in marriages and you're depressed, you're sad, you're lonely, you're looking at other means. And I've experienced it and I've heard stories from other people about this situation. But I was, that's that's what happened with the marriage thing. That's why I say I feel for him, this guy, the man quickly, more quicker than I did the other guy. Um, but back to him. So, um when I met him, I was really deep in my spiritual spiritual journey. Um, I was praying, I was speaking in tongues, uh, seeing angels, the whole shebang. And for those who do not know, don't doubt the fact that angels are real. You do have angels surrounding you, and they are not just for your protection. They are for to answer your prayers and to help guide you. That's why God gave you your angels, so he can lead you in the right direction and you can speak to them as well as you are talking to me um for those who doubt try it to be honest a lot of people have had experiences and i'm not gonna go out into all of this situation of where they, they have experienced angels like angels coming up to them that does happen but it's never happened to me to my knowledge but i'll just put that out there because i will be mentioning angels god spirituality all of that throughout my podcast throughout my journey because these are things i have saw i have experienced myself and i'm not going to tell a lie about these things because my journey just started when i left my ex uh actually before that's that's one of the catalysts to me leaving him and pushing him away was because i drew closer to god and i was like nobody is gonna come in between my situation with me and God and even though I grew up in a church and I didn't know God for myself 
that was the point of where I was seeking him. And I'm going to do that for my next, probably my next episode is to talk about how I grew um, so fast with God and some of my situations. So maybe that will help some people who are confused. You may not have a church home. You may not have like spiritual guidance. So I'm going to talk about my situation and my journey, but I keep getting off the subject back to him. Um, uh, I was deep in reading my Bible and that was one of the things that I actually told him um, when I first met him. I was like, I'm not going to, I refuse to let you get in in my relationship with God because I'm just learning God the Father so I'm not going to let anybody else come in and try to contradict or move anything. I asked him myself. Not a, I didn't go to a person. I didn't go to a pastor. It was me, myself. And I, I, I stood there and I said, God, who are you? I asked those questions. I said, prove to me your existence. Prove to me that you love me. Prove to me this. Why are you here? And, you know, I went through the whole shebang and I said, uh, I refuse to let you get in between me and my relationship with God. That's number one. I can't where I am in my life. I, I love God first and all else, you know, if you're my husband, then you'll be that. But God is number one priority. He's my first love. And whether I was wrong or right in a situation, the reason I said that was because I felt so heavy that something was going to happen to make me fall. Um, and by that, I mean sexual um and i'll go before i go off topic let's just i'm just gonna keep a straight line um long story short uh i end up judging him like i said i pushed past my past and tried to see him in a different light but i couldn't because i wasn't healed i wasn't in that place of where i could see him in a different light if that makes sense I love him now and more than I did then. And I say that, like I said before, because of the fact that so many times we will meet a person and we're let the judgments of what we think, what people told us about them and everything else go before what our heart is telling us and our heart is telling us the truth our heart is telling us a different story that this person is different that this person you know breaks all boundaries that this person like maybe you're 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 a person to whatever you know and sometimes we fall in love with the wrong people but that i i, I honestly believe that this wasn't that type of instance because of the way that god has allowed to, uh, to use him to help heal me to help bring me to a place of where I am, to where I'm on this podcast and I am talking. Um, so, um, we started talking and we did have sex, which that broke boundaries because I strongly believe that in my faith walk, that you're not supposed to have sex into a marriage. And that really hurt my perspective more so the fact that I heard before we even got in a relationship that that was going to happen. I heard that when I was in the shower that the devil was going to come 
and he was going to make me and my husband he was going to he had a trap set basically for me and my husband i'm not going to go into details about that i should but i'm not and i at the time i was single so i was like how is the devil gonna have a trap for me and my husband and i don't even have a husband i don't even know this guy like i just seen him in my dreams and um to backstory on that i was talking about dreams and i dreamed about him his face his car like what he looked like everything the day before i actually like start talking to him and i had seen him like on the go before but um i wear glasses so i can't really see like if you're in my like right in my face i can see you but if you're like like a little bit of a distance from me i can't explain it i have really bad eyesight i'll put it like <laughs> i'll put it like that but um i couldn't I, I couldn't see him until that day like his face whole thing everything and i was like this is weird why did i dream about this guy you know right before um like what who is he and so that piqued my curiosity that really was the catalyst for me going and talking to him was God showed me him in a dream. And a lot of people say, well, um, you're not supposed to go to guys uh, or you're not supposed to go that way. And there's all of this whiplash about how you're not supposed to do this. And you're not supposed to do that. But I honestly believe that God speaks to you through your dreams. Like, and you, you're supposed to listen. That's that's just been my journey. It's been so many warnings that were in my dreams that if I would have listened, I would have caught it. But there's also the case of the fact that um, I'll just say people will talk about certain instances and they don't have the 100% truth because, because of religion because they're bound by other things and before you sit and judge this the whole relationship i say i was wrong because i put myself in a religious spot and i wasn't trying to see his heart if that makes sense because i was studying my bible and i was told some things you just don't do like you, you don't have sex out of marriage you don't do this you don't do that you don't do this you do biblically it, it's proven you don't do this you don't do that and i was doing it anyways um uh, now before you go and judge i was actively praying and asking god for forgiveness so i am covered no no need to speak in tongues and go all holy on me and say and shun me or whatever but this is my story so just listen to it um please for my sake and yours could be because a lot of times we go into spirituality when we before we meet a person whether it be a friend uh or actual spouse and we're like well got this and got that and we're not actually looking at why god placed us that person in our life they're we're, they're not going to be 100 percent perfect they're not going to have everything all together but that person may be what you need for that season especially if it's your spouse that is a that is a hundred percent trick of the enemy of where they come looking packaged like 
everything on your past, everything that you don't want, and everybody around you will be like, oh, well, I saw this person do this, and I saw this person do that, and they're this and they're that, and it's not necessarily, they're not seeing anything. They're just trying to put that wedge between you, and they're allowing the devil to use them to say, hey, maybe this ain't this person. Maybe I thought I knew this person. You know, you, that's when you'll go to question, like, I thought I knew this person, but this person, um, people telling me that they, they a prostitute, they sleep with people, people telling me that they all out here, they got all these other dudes and, or females, and it, that may not be necessarily the case. And I, I kid you not, on my walk since I have been single, since I have been by myself, I saw so many relationship gurus and advice and people telling you otherwise, but they are not talking about the part of where you're missing the part of looking at someone's heart, not just their actions, but their heart, because actions can be misleading. You can move out of hurt and that may not be your um, your your opportunity them that it may not be what exactly you meant you you may shut somebody out but you may not have meant to shut them out just because they may have hurt you or you may see proof that maybe that person is lying on what you think and all actuality this person is standing upright they're just waiting for you to come back and see the proof that they've been right there you know holding you down, helping you, et cetera, et cetera. But that's just been my journey. Uh, I've heard people talk about stories and so on and so on. But not to make this too long, because I'm trying not to reach the 30-minute mark. But it's, uh, it's a lot in love. And with him, it was different because I say, I say this because from the time that I was talking to him, to the time I actually got to know him, I made so many judgments. Most of them are true, right? Like I said, most of them are true. A lot of them were based off of my opinions of my hurt feelings in my past. Some of them was based off of religion, but it was in the sense of religion, religion and judgment. And like I said before, I believe that God is a God of love. God is he he is not there to watch us struggle he wants to know us he wants to be a part of us so if the the major subject is if if god is love why are we using religion to smack others in the face and say oh well the bible tells me this and this tells me this and my pastor this and my this and my religion and this and it's you're, you're not understanding. That's not what God wants. He wants you to show love to a person because in love, you can break through to a person. In love, you can tr you can trust somebody. In love, you can enjoy your journey. In love, even, the, even when it hurts, it can teach you things, but also help another person. So, I just thought I'd say that. I don't know where that came from. But, in love, you can change things. And, we're so quick especially Christians, to put our beliefs in front of us and let them speak when that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be teaching others. The commandment says, 
thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. You 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 kill others joy when you do when you when you hit them or you smack them with religion and when I say that I am guilty of it. I have been. I'm still working out the kinks and working out that process, but you're not supposed to. You're supposed to go to a person and say, hey, you're, so you're not Christian. Why well, don't actually understand what you believe, but here is what I believe. And we're supposed to show them how Jesus loved the church. And when I say that, I mean, a lot of people go into this whole details on how Jesus is not real. Jesus is a prophet. Jesus is this, Jesus is that. I'm not going to combat those right now because I am still doing my studies and I don't have 100% truth. So when I, when I come, when I do come to other religions and say, hey, that's not true. I want to know the whole 100% truth because God told me, he showed me, he had proof, he, you know, he put the proof in the pudding right in front of me. I'm not going to say, well, your religion, you're, you're Buddhist and you, you know, you're this and you're that, uh, or you're, you're Mormon and you're wrong and you know, whatever. Religion is religion. But I believe in my beliefs that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I have he had proved this time and time again for me in my life and I know I'm going a bit off the subject because I was supposed to be talking about him but it goes back to loving him this is why I can freely love him so much is because I know for a fact that Jesus died for me and you may say why does a guy why why would a guy just get up on a cross and and, and die for you like why would you do that and, or like, why would God send his son to die on the cross? That's not true because there is God, the father, God, the son, and there's Holy spirit. All three is one, but they're all separate in the same sense. I, that's a different subject, but you can't say that God is not for you when he died for you. And I say that I have the proof because I was talking about a little bit in my last podcast about how I was healed. And when I was declaring that healing, I was, I was healing. I was getting healed in Jesus name. I was, I was actively scratching my bruises, my scars. I was hurting so bad. Like the wind, I couldn't step outside and go to the store without the wind hitting my skin. And I was just hurting. It was. It would hurt to walk. It would hurt to move. It would hurt to do anything, let alone to sit there and play with my children. I would just literally be asleep and I would be hurting all day. But when I got the healing that I did, and I'm not going to say that I'm 100% fully healed because it's a process. It's by faith that I am healed, but it's in Jesus' name that I called on that healed me, that healed my body. I know my proof. I'm not here arguing with you and what your religion is or what you may believe, but I'm telling you my experience and my experiences, my body, he healed me. He's healing me a hundred percent. I am healed. I am made whole. No matter what the doctors may say, no matter what proof may come up. Otherwise I am healed in his name in Jesus name, because that's who, 
the Bible says that we depend on Jesus came for us, that our sins, that we may be clean, that we may be whole. That means that you may have killed the person. You may have done something like the most notorious God awful. And as long as you ask for forgiveness in Jesus name is clear. Like he's, he, I don't know about any other religions because I was raised Christian. I wasn't raised Muslim or seventh day Adventist or Buddhist, but I know that without a shadow of a doubt, I've seen so much proof in my life of Jesus and his ministry. And I've seen demons come out of people. I'm not talking about just people wiggling on the floor. I've experienced it myself. Freedom from pornographic um, images, um, different things like when I tell you I'm not a saint. I'm more of a sinner. I'm just a person who chose to come forth with my story when God told me to and talk, de denounce everything that is trying to come against me while trying to talk and improve to people, you know, that God is exists. God is love. God is, is patient. God is kind. Just like it says in the Bible, love is patient. Love is kind. So if love is patient and love is kind, why would I be not be patient and kind to someone who hurt me? And it, it even talks about in the Bible how if someone was to go and slap you on your left side, you turn the other cheek. And you let them basically is it's, it's in a sense, sort of letting them run over you. But it's in a sense, when you get it, you get it. And if you don't, you're just going to stand in a place of judgment and say, I'm not going to let anybody hit me. Well, that's not a place of love, because when you love somebody, you openly sit there and no matter how much disrespect that they they may try to to hurt, they, they may hurt you or whatever you say, I'm I'm going to love you regardless. And that's that's my whole point of this whole podcast. If nothing else is that God allowed me to love him based off of the hurt that no matter because he left in which he did i didn't get to that part because i kind of strayed off but he did end up leaving twice um this last time was more disappointing than others the other time because i had honestly come to grips that he wasn't going to come back you know, I was like, I love you, but from a distance. And when he came back, I tried to speak on how I felt. And it was like, he came back a week before we left. That day, we were supposed to talk and I couldn't get the words out. And then he came back like, I think a week later or something. And that was when we were supposed to be leaving, like literally the day before we were supposed to be leaving. And I still couldn't say anything. And I asked God, I said, why? why and he said i need you to heal first i need you 
to talk to that man like with respect because in that man's life it's been so many disappointments it's been so much hurt and if i am bringing you to him case in point if if i was bringing you to him as your wife you cannot talk to him from a hurt place you cannot destroy his kindness you cannot step all over his heart i will not allow you to do that because i love him just as much as i love you and in this marriage and in a in a marriage and in a relationship you it's it's god first husband and wife and then children so if god is in this the head household of the marriage there has to be balance between you two and if he was my husband and I'm not saying that because he could not have been. He could be for somebody else. But I I love and admire the training, you know, for when I do meet my actual husband, the one that I'm supposed to be with. When we get married, we ain't getting no divorce. That's not an option. But the, the proof is in the pudding. With God in the center, there has to be balance. If there's not balance, everything is off. When everything is off, you start hating each other. You start cussing each other out. You start doing everything that is not of God. Even though you may you, you may be going to God in prayer, but your relationship, you have to have balance and you have to have love. And that's what he was teaching me. He was like, say this was your husband and he wants to come back. You cannot treat him like your past. In your past You've had abuse, you've had hurt, you had molestation, you had all these guys that did things to you and they hurt you. And it may seem similar, but it's not because it's me bringing him to you to help me, you and him. It's like a triangle effect. God is at the top and the husband and wife are on either side and when it's off balance god cannot reside so i have to love him in a place of where i don't have no hurt i don't have no anxiety yes i may cry yet because the thought is still there the thought is still there oh yes it will hurt if he ever comes back around and you know ask for forgiveness or apologize and say his truth because i believe a hundred percent that he wasn't actually truthful with me something in my spirit was telling me there was more to the story of why he left in the first place but in a simple fact i can't hold that against him because it wasn't all his fault he left for his specific reason and that's his truth and whether he was healed and hurt in that position or whether he was healed and hurt and the, the standpoint of where he is, I have to love him regardless, whether there is a baby in my stomach or not, whether we get married or not, whether he is just another guy in my past and I move on or not. And speaking of, I I'm trying to move past the point of getting over him. So I know I talked about him and I talk a lot about him in my last podcast and I will probably continue to talk about him. But I, for the moment, 
have accepted a date from somebody else um just to sort of move on because i feel like god led me towards that way because maybe he wasn't ready or maybe he didn't want me or maybe the situation is that we wasn't supposed to be together but in all actuality I have love for him. I show love for him still. I continue to pray for him. I still continue to speak peace over his life and his thoughts and his imagination. Like, I love that man like no other. But at the same time, I cannot stop myself from moving forward, especially with this podcast going up and my YouTube continuing to grow and my um, blogs. Uh, I have a lot going on and whether there is a baby in me or not, I simply don't have proof. I believe in my heart that there is a child that I'm going to give birth, but to be honest, I, I don't know what will come out of that first i would have to initially have sex because initial sex initially helps you to give birth i'm not going to go into all that those who know know my first two children they were they came early because i was actively having sex and i do believe that because i have not had sex in over a year like i try to walk um exercise do all of that but it's hard to prove something when the doctors keep telling you no but you and your body is feeling otherwise so whether the baby is supposed to come early or come late or whatever the situation may be I'm just I just want to give birth and move on with my life whether it coexists with you know him or not um, but like I was saying about God, um, I know I said I was going to make this podcast like 30 minutes and I, I'm sure I've succeeded over 30 minutes, but for those who are listening, I really appreciate your love support. I thank God for the opportunity to get my true story out because like I said before, I have nobody that is in my corner and my children are. And they don't even understand, let alone me, you know, how the baby can still be there. But I feel movement. I feel the birthing pains. And a lot of people say, oh, it's mental. Um, you can't uh, not have sex in a year and still give birth and you know all those questions do subside but I, I believe that one day God is going to show the proof um, like I was telling uh, talking about God uh, before he's so patient um, even with me in the process that's how I know I have to be patient with others and love one another as Christ loved the church not just myself 
and that's what I'm learning that if I'm patient with others God is patient with me even if I'm not God is still there he's still loving me he's still proceeding to talk to me he's still he's still my father whether I have a husband or not, whether I have a baby or not, whether my life proceeds or not, whether I die today or live, he is still the father. He is still there. He is still help. And I love while we're talking about proof. The fact that God said test him on certain things like it, it says test him in the Bible, though it does say about your tithes but your tithes can mean different things it can mean your time it can mean your patience it can mean all honesty reading the bible that can be a tithe um or a seed sowing like test him test him in love test him in honor testing him in knowing that he is there with you and on my journey it's been so long and i'm going to end this right there because I know I said that I was going to make this a little bit long. Hi. Real quick before we go. Uh, for those who may not know. For this podcast. We do pray a lot. I believe in the power of prayer. So let's end this out with a prayer. Father in heaven. And thank you for your coexistence. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your patience with us today and thank you for pressure being applied and love entering our heart i thank you that you love us no matter the circumstance or what we do thank you for happiness joy peace understanding everything that you have placed in our life and everyone that is surrounding us father right now i ask that you heal our hearts heal our bodies any unforgiveness or hurt that is in our life that coexists that may be stopping us father i ask that you remove it in jesus name you said that no diseases no sickness can enter our bodies at last i believe in the power of prayer with my own healing lord that you have shown me proof of that for those who are listening will be healed totally and completely whether it be in their thoughts their body and I believe that as like you said in your word, as a man thinketh, so is he. So we are healed. We claim healing. We claim proof. We claim joy. We claim substance. We will no longer have to suffer or be disobedient to the fact that the proof is in the pudding that God loves us and that you never created us to suffer, hurt, or to to be in a place of sorrow or doubt so lord we thank you right now in jesus name we pray that all of my listeners are healed that all of my listeners are whole so i thank you guys and i will talk to you guys on my next podcast bye